Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Setting edition of the Gore Corner only on RottenCourseRadio.com and Anchor.fm forward slash RottenCourseRadio. Ah, oh, what a week. What a month. What a year. What a time it has been. Video games are on the fucking loose. The AAA game experience is definitely on full throttle with a lot of game companies, which is sad because I also... On top of playing, you know, the high-end games, really like playing the indie games. I'm a big fan of the indie games, especially with uh, a couple releases last year, uh, like Hob and Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice, two of the, probably two of my favorite games that came out last year, as well as Life is Strange Before the Storm, and I know there's a big, giant pause there. I had to really think about it because I almost said the wrong thing because I went back and I'm replaying the first game, especially after I saw the news for you know that they were making a sequel. Now on the on the Life is Strange episode, I know I talked about that a little bit about what will they do for a sequel? Will they be making you know Captain Spirit into its own game? And I started to think about weird stuff after I saw the teaser trailer. Now, the full trailer drops on the 20th of this month, which, or gameplay footage or explanation, um, whatever it happens to be, I'm super looking forward to it. But I have kind of my own conspiracy theories on what, or I have my own theories on what this next game, this Life is Strange 2, is going to be after seeing that little uh, sneak peek. And I know I'm not the only one that thinks this way, so I'm just going to come out and say it. I really think, with the introduction of the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, that this next game is going to be all about Chris. This game is going to be all about him. We've said goodbye to Max Caulfield. I really don't want this fucking kid to die. I really don't want this kid to die. I'm going to repeat myself one more time. I really don't want this fucking kid to die. He already has it really hard. Please don't kill him. <laughs> I know the, 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 the uh, everybody over at Don't Not has their own agenda with you know how they're gonna how this game is presented, and they do pull the fucking you know they are. The masters of tear jerkers, as far as I'm concerned, with these newer, you know, with these newer platform games, especially in the Life is Strange universe. Holy shit! Uh, but I'm really looking forward to this next game. I really do think that because of what we see in the trailer. Now, you see in the trailer is basically like a, a you know, like a 911 uh, from the cop cam, you know, like from the inside of the um, patrol cars cam. Uh, you're seeing like footage of 
an incident that happens, and that incident ends with the with an officer getting thrown, and his full ride getting blipped. Now you want to assume psi powers automatically. There was no explosion. There was just this big, massive, blah, and then you just see dude fly, and the car flips, and then you know people scream. <laughs> I want to think that the psi powers. They're not Captain Spirit. I want to think because of the because at the end of Captain Spirit, what we saw, I want to see. I, I'm wanting to think that he's going to be the hero in this game, and you are fighting a supervillain, a supervillain who has psi powers. Now, Captain Spirit also might have psi powers if the powers demonstrated at the end of that episode, that very first game. If what we are seeing in that game is the beginnings of his powers or maybe you know he's lost control and he's not sure exactly how to control himself i mean kids only what nine ten years old <laughs> he's pretty young so i mean it could be anything and but i'm not i'm not giving my hopes up i also really want the second game to have max in it but if you know if what we saw in the first game was the story of max caulfield then i'm happy with it uh, and I'm willing to move on, because the because the storytelling aspects from Don't Nod it's fucking amazing. So, and speaking uh, before I get into another Don't Nod title, uh, which is you know obviously what this episode is about. I kind of wanted to go into another game that I saw uh, like a really interesting trailer for now, as fans of the series do know, or actually know, is that as fans already know, uh, since the release of this game in May, uh, Tekken 7, the first game, uh, the first, the launch title was also uh, greeted, but, you know, kind of accompanied with a season pass as well as kind of like a weird Tekken Bowl kind of thing. And it's it's got the company pieces and it's pretty cool. I just saw a trailer for Season 2 of what the Season 2 is going to entail for this Tekken 7, and it ends on a very interesting note. It ends with Walking Dead x Tekken. Now, I'm really excited because, first off, is it just Negan we're going to see? How many of the Walking Dead characters are going to be in this game? Are we going to be seeing Negan, Rick, Daryl? Carl, I mean, how many, how many, um, Maggie, I mean, how many of these characters are we actually going to see? Glenn, how many of these characters are we going to see from the Walking Dead universe? Morgan, um, in the Tekken world. So this is another really cool crossover, another really interesting crossover. It's a horror crossover, um, but also, you know, a network television crossover. Really good for, I'm pretty sure it's really good for exposure for them. As many of the Walking Dead fans know, um, Andrew Lincoln and uh, Laura Cohen are actually leaving after this season. So, you know, we'll be saying bye to Rick, you know. And if they keep the series going, maybe they can end this this world. They can end this part of the Walking Dead storyline and let Fear the Walking Dead take over as, as the core show. I have no problems with that. I actually really like Fear the Walking Dead. I really dropped off... Um, I actually thought the Negan storyline was going to be it for me. It was going to be, you know, like, 
what revigorated the series for me. But it was a big letdown. Not the Negan character um, or Jeffrey Dean Morgan or any of the performances. It's just the storyline started to kind of make me lose interest. And I tuned back in just to watch Carl die because, to me, that's funny. And I know a lot of people were upset. So, you know, it's, it's a television show. Come on, don't be upset. You know, <laughs> get over it. But now we're getting to see a new life getting breathed into the series in... Walking Dead, or the The Walking Dead, AMC's The Walking Dead, X Tekken. That should be an interesting thing. Hopefully, it's just a few characters. You don't need a full blown army of uh, DLC characters. But who knows? They've probably been planning this for a for a while. I mean, I doubt like a because a rollout like this would take a while to fully fulfill. And yeah, it would just. To me, it would just be too. It'd be too weird if it was if it was like the full roster, <laughs> like the full everybody you see on TV right now is who they're gonna be putting out. That'd, that'd be that'd be just too weird. Uh, but um, keep fingers crossed on you know what it could be. I'm really hoping to see like there's like a core group of characters that I would really like to see in this game. Mostly, most of them uh, being characters that are no longer in the Walking Dead franchise. You know, just to have the variety, have the different, you know, different types of characters. But who knows? You know, we're we're not there yet. Um, the I just saw the announcement trailer earlier today. It's probably going to catch fire overnight. I mean, if it's not catching fire and creating buzz right now, um, I know I'm not the only one talking about it today. So, anyway, um, getting into my next topic, uh, which is an, is actually another don't nod. The game Vampire, which takes place in 18th century London, is about a doctor who is inflicted with the vampire curse or virus or however you want to look at it. And they've kind of, Don't Not has kind of taken the Nick Knight route in this. And for fans of horror and fans of classics, um, the Canadian series Forever Night it almost could be like a platform of what this game really could be. And, you know, and the one fun thing about a vampire video game is that the, the story for a character like this does not have to end on one game. It definitely doesn't have to end on two or three. You, you can make a lot of games out of this because you have different time periods you can kind of explore with this character. A lot like Assassin's Creed, but they didn't go far enough back to really make this a, a really cool game. They're probably going to jump decades or centuries uh, just to make the story interesting. You know, different technology available, different everything else available. I'm I'm really taken by this because you're, you're playing a good guy. My only complaint about the game is some of the melee, uh, some of the fighting in the melee um, battle sequences are kind of just hack and slash. I'm okay with the upgrades though, because you know once you get your uh, once you get your hand you know your hand damage um, more becomes more of a thing, and once your clot you know once your blood sucking abilities your teeth and you know your biting ability once all that is like amplified, then gameplay is a lot more interesting. But I really you know I've been playing this game for like at least three weeks now, and I haven't shot the gun once. I've I've been avoiding it. I don't I don't care. I don't care about the gun. Even the point part of the game where they want you to use the gun, I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not using this fucking gun. Um, it's just not a vampire thing to have. And I know some of the other 
creatures that you have to fight, especially the one vampire you're hunting, you know, with uh, with your, your other, uh, you know, with your other good doctor and the other vampire that's in the game. Uh, I know you're hunting another creature just like you, but at the same time, it's like, eh, I don't really, I don't really need this aspect of the game. It's to me, it's kind of silly having a gun. It's kind of like with the whole, you know, like, that was the one thing that took me out of the Underworld series, you know, the Vampires vs. Werewolves. You have a lot of unique powers between the two creatures in this, and you have a lot of mythology to work off of, too. Why bring guns to the fight? I know technological advances, they've had a lot of really interesting gear, a lot of interesting weapons, but fuck that. Fuck guns. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm really not a big proponent of that, but, um, you know, to each its own, uh, that aspect of the game, like I said, is kind of a little tiring from, or a little tired to me, but, um, but I do like, I do like the storyline of the game, um, it's got a very humanizing story, very Nick Knight, um, <laughs> or, uh, for, for some of the younger fans, you know, more, more like, uh, Moonlighting, um. I think that that's the, that was the series. Um, it's uh, actually available on the CW right now, but it was actually in sci-fi originally. So, and I will give I will give them a lot of credit. This is a fun game. Um, I've read a lot of really bad reviews on it, so I don't want to take those to heart right now or really kind of go go into the the seeds of why people shit all over this game, but. For what it is, it's a simple, you know, it's a very stripped-down, simplistic game. It's fun to me. You know, I, I get I get a kick out of it. Like, I said, But I'm also really big into horror, and I, I, I don't mind the simple gameplay. I really don't. Um, you know, they haven't... It, I don't know if Don't Not has really made a whole lot of these, you know. I mean, they've made some shooters. They've made some of the other, you know, like the other kind of RPG-ish kind of role-playing games that, you know, we'll see like with Life is Strange and um, games like that, but... I'm just not, I don't know, I'm just not there with everybody when it comes to, you know, dogging on this game. I really dig it. Um, I think this game has the uh, has the potential to be like Assassin's Creed and like, like games like that. And I think the more the, this development team really gets into the gameplay aspect, you know, gets into this, you know, gameplay-wise, you can see a lot more advanced versions of this game later you know and it would be fun so that was my take on it uh tell me what your thoughts are tweet me at rotten corpse ent or find us on facebook at rotten corpse radio you can also subscribe to our patreon page which is patreon.com forward slash rotten corpse radio uh, get full access to our archives library that is you know we're trying to update this on a week or this week we're actually going to be releasing four new or four interviews that have been heard before but not in a really long time uh one of which is actually our first interview uh that 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 really tickles me i really i think it was our ninth episode uh, we weren't in this very long when we first started hitting those interviews so check it out it's with eat the turnbuckle and um, of course, that episode is no longer available in our current archives, but will be available on our Patreon page. So I think it's a $5 or $5 tier to meet 
just to get into that. Otherwise, uh, the $1 tier gets it gets access to some articles that are going to be Patreon only also. So uh, we do thank, for, thank you for your support in that regard. So check us out there. And for all things horrible and otherwise, RottenCorpseRadio.com. And we will see you later. This has been... 